Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Welcome to episode 38 of Jurassic News, where we discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And here we are. We missed out on uh, July, but we're back for August with some news. Uh, Camp Cretaceous has finished. Um, Dominion's extended cut has been released in some countries. And uh, the toy train has kept on going strong for Mattel. But um, before we get to that, David, you've been picking up some nice stuff, I see. I have. Uh, so first off, I can't remember. I couldn't remember if I uh, mentioned this one in our last minute or not, but I got the Hammond Collection Rexy, mm-hmm. and she is amazing. It fits so many, does pretty much all of it. Fits so many movie poses. <laughs> I remember when we had a look at the photos when it was revealed. Uh, you commented that it was probably it would or it'd be the last Tyrannosaur you'd buy. We are going to challenge that a little bit later with the SDC set to come out <laughs> with the <laughs> outpost uh, chaos set. But um, it's I've, I've, all the photos I've seen, it looks fantastic. I haven't seen it in person yet. I hope to see it in person soon so I can purchase it. Yeah, it's. Um, I actually ended up getting rid of like three of my other Mattel T-Rex figures after. <laughs> and then, of course, I got a other couple little pickups i got the uh, jurassic park 3 rescue mission junior novel from when that came out i always liked the cover with the uh, t-rex and the spinosaurus together mm-hmm. so i went and found a way to edit the uh like the little text blurbs off the cover there leaving just the spino the t-rex and the logo but then i looked inside and it turned out that this thing had been a wealth of of untapped um, production images from Jurassic Park 3. So, yeah, I posted those. uh, So I scanned those up and posted them up on Behind the Gates. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, the Dominion Extended Cut, that came in yesterday. I was excited about that. And then I finally added the Willis and Geiger Messenger Bag, the bag that Roland is carrying his stuff around in, in in the Lost World. So... That one, actually, I was grateful for, or I was lucky with, because there's this one that had been on eBay for so long, and it wasn't in exactly the best condition, especially for what the seller wanted it for. And then uh, this other seller came by and posted theirs up for, like, 50 bucks less. Cool. And then, uh, then I so I stuck it on my watch list, and then the seller uh, sent me an offer taking an additional 40 bucks off. So... That one ended up being a really good buy. <laughs> Score. That, it's sort of one right? of those things. It's, um, yeah, you don't want it to be in the best condition, so it's sort of got a bit of that realism and uh, use 
um, distress to it, but then you'd, you'd want mm-hmm. to have the price reflected on that as well. So, Well, thankfully, this one was actually in better condition because the leather didn't look like it was as cracked. And I, when it came, the leather is actually very smooth and in very good condition. The inside has the... Um, the one of the dividers is kind of broken away at the bottom, but I'm not really going to use it for anything, so it's going to be mostly a display slash costume piece. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem in any way. Yep, and uh, getting that in your collection or to the costume pretty much makes it a complete roll and costume for the Lost World. It does, yes. So this basically completes my all original parts Roland costume except of course for the Rolex for obvious reasons. <laughs> I I do not have Rolex money. <laughs> is that a is uh how to put it? Is it a Rolex release of the time that's no longer being sold, so that's why it's expensive, or is it a, still a current model Rolex that's just no, I think it's expensive? still expensive, but Rolex is just I mean it's, they still make it, but Rolex is just a very expensive company yeah. in general, so I don't. I don't have. I don't have like a thousand dollars to just drop on a watch. <laughs> <laughs> it still holds its price pretty well, even twenty-five years later. Yeah. Yep. Still. <laughs> I don't. I don't make Rolex money at Amazon. <laughs> mm. They pay me, but not that well. No. <laughs> and finally, I left the best for last. My favorite acquisition I've gotten over the last month is I have a new addition to the family. I got a new puppy. Little puppy dog. <laughs> yes, and she is adorable and loving, and she adores the sh- the puppy poo out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just the sweetest thing. We're, we're getting her trained up. We had her like an hour, and she already loved to loved f- fetch. She's about almost four months old at this point, mm-hmm. and she is just the most precious thing. And she is a dash hound? Yes, yes. she's a mini dachshund. Mini so yep. She's like half the size of a normal dachshund, which are already very small dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we step on her more than we would like to admit. Oh, yes. Like, like I mean, little paws, <laughs> the tail gets in the way on occasion. She's starting to learn to stay out from under our feet, but yeah. Yeah, they definitely they stay close for those first few months, especially when they know you've got food. Oh, yeah. Well, thankfully, she's actually, we don't, we think she doesn't actually know what human food tastes like yet because we won't, we don't give her human food. So mm-hmm. she's not begging because we think that she just doesn't know what she's missing out on. And so for as long as she doesn't know what she's missing out on, we're going to try to keep it that way as long as possible. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's very good because I know my, my, I won't say pup anymore. She's four, four and a half. Uh, has had people food and when you are sitting down to dinner she's sitting there giving you the sad eyes saying where's mine can mm-hmm. you give me some so yeah one thing to yeah, train out of a from an early point um but i suppose to bring it back to jurassic some point her name <laughs> is it jurassic themed jurassic related or it is not no, no. i did buy her a puppasaurus halloween costume though so. <laughs> <laughs> there's your jurassic relation no her name is penny it actually come i actually named it from penny pasta which is a smaller version of mustacholi pasta which is of course long and noodle shaped like a dachshund so of course penny and then it just kind of 
It was originally going to be spelled like penne pasta, but then I thought an I at the end kind of looked cuter. <laughs> so that's what I went with penne, uh, with the I at the end. Uh, but it's supposed to be like penny pasta. Yep, yep. Yep. Ah, cool. Busy month. <laughs> Busy month of new acquisitions <laughs> yes. for you. <laughs> I have been exhausted between the dog and things ramping up at work right before um, peak season yeah. coming up. Yeah, I can imagine. I've been so tired. <laughs> yep. Um, just quickly, I went into a department store recently, and it's they only have a very small toy section, and it's normally very overpriced. But um, I found the Legacy Kitchen set in there, which I wasn't even looking for. Um, so I picked that up. Looks great. Um, Hammond Collection Triceratops I've seen on shelves, grabbed that even with its issues, I think it still looks okay and we didn't get a Amber Collection trike so picked that up and I don't think I ever mentioned the um, Amber Collection Hammond I got a couple of months ago too I just seen it sticking its face out of my closet <laughs> during the week so I thought I better mention that as well So um... The Hammond Collection Triceratops, even for the kind of the faults that I noticed in it it still looks like looks to be a great figure. I've seen some of the pictures coming out of it that fans have been taking, and it looks like a really cool figure. So that's a great pickup. Mm. So now it's even though I swore off Hammond Collection because it's overriding the Amber Collection, <laughs> I've I picked up. I've going back. I've got Freya the Raptors, Parasol Office. Now the uh, the Triceratops. I'm not getting the humans just yet. I want to. It's going to come back to bite me in the butt later, but I want to make sure they actually do a complete line before I invest in the humans. Because I just I prefer to have a collection stuff, but that's, <laughs> that's just me. So, All right, Dave, if that's it for pickups, we'll go into the news. All right. Congratulations, player. I'm Mr. DNA, and you're the first person to ever beat our game. So we want to reward you with a trip to Jurassic World's brand new state-of-the-art adventure camp. That's right. Get ready to join us at Camp Cretaceous. Brand. Mom? All right. First up, of course, Camp Cretaceous Season 5 aired in July. Um, I didn't go back and watch any of the previous episodes. Just went into Season 5 blind and had to try and remember a couple of things where we were and that sort of thing. I think for the most part it was it was okay to watch. We sort of cut down on a lot of the uh, the keenness, the stupidity, whatever you want to call it, of season four. Mm. I wasn't really a fan of what they the tie-ins they done for Dominion. I I don't really see why this had to be delayed or had to be released after Dominion. Uh, if, I you go. I honestly think that it would have. Uh, been a lot better if they had released this before Dominion instead of after because then it kind of not only introduces key characters but their personalities and kind of explains some of the um, little cameo pieces in Easter eggs that you see around Dotson mm. you know, like the can for example the, that wasn't done very well <laughs> no I mm. I kind of hypothesized that the can was in, at some point picked up by somebody and then dropped again, or maybe a dinosaur or something. Somehow it got out from underneath that pile of mud, got washed further away and closer to the coast, and that's where Dodson found it. 
Well, we've never seen a compy nest, but I can imagine it being like a raven's nest or something like that, just picking up all the little shiny bits and stuff like that, and they could have easily picked the can up. Um, That's an idea. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And then and then dropped it by being spooked by a larger carnivore or something. So that's that's sort of okay. But just some of the other stuff that framed it the way. But as you've uh, have you watched your copy of the extended version of Dominion yet? I have not. I've been doing a lot of horror marathons, okay. so it's been <laughs> ghost movies for the last two days. <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm just I haven't picked up a copy yet. I've um, been reading mixed. Mixed and quite different thoughts on it. Um, some say it flushes Dodson out better. Some say no, it doesn't make the movie much better at all. So I'll have to have a look at that with my own eyes. But um, I think Camp Cretaceous coming out before Dominion. We knew Dodson was in the film, so I don't. Yeah, especially with with the end of um, Camp Cretaceous, sort of uh, them off the island. It's still before the events of Lockwood Manor, except for the uh, the little end ending bit that um pretty much happens the same time as lockwood the lockwood incident so a little bit after i think it's supposed to be well well, after the dinosaurs have been released on the the continent anyway so it could have it could have tied straight into dominion where we are post fallen kingdom but they want to do it that way so that's the way they the way they did it yeah but now now it's all said and done i'll be interested to see if they release a, a five disc set or something for the whole series, yeah. I might I might pick it up just to rewatch one day because you never know the way Netflix picks stuff up and drops it again. It might disappear mm-hmm. one time down the train or, or go to Peacock or somewhere where I can't watch it. So I will say that um, I did go back and watch like the second half or the back half of the fourth season before watching the fifth, mm-hmm. and I infinitely liked the fifth season better than the fourth. It was like <laughs> This is how you end the franchise. Mm. I mean, Dominion did not have this kind of finite yet wanting more kind of ending where I watched it and I'm upset that it ended, even though I, if only because I really liked how it ended, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Plus we get the, we get Edie and the Tyrannosaurus back again. So we were Mm -hmm. uh, fearful of their, uh, their status at the end of season four because it seemed like they just killed them off screen but they're back looking over the seasons the series as a whole as a bit of a filler between Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom just exploring a little bit more of the park that we didn't see in the film uh, having that sort of story run along there while the movies were progressing along as the years went past went by I think at the end of the end of it all it was a bit of a success. I know a lot of fans loved it. Um, a lot of fans don't, but I think maybe they just don't aren't a fan of the animated stuff. So um, I think across across the board, yeah, season four is definitely a low point. But um, I will, be I will say that I think that another problem is that there's a large group of people who just consider animation is for kids. Like they see, oh, the Clone Wars, it's animated, must be for kids. Even though there's like countless decapitation and dismemberment and (laughs) like adult themes like friendly fire and it's just like no just because it's animated does not mean it's for kids have you ever would you ever let your child watch south park (laughs) (laughs) any sane person's answer is no yeah if anybody's unfamiliar with south park yep 
And it was, I sort of had the thought the other day, what could it have been done live action? And I don't... You could have done it, but it, you probably wouldn't have seen as many dinosaurs just because of budget. Oh, definitely. It would have, if they try, if it was, this was one-to-one in live action, the... Uh, the either the production values would have sucked or the budget would have been like higher than like for one season would have been higher than for all of Jurassic all three Jurassic World movies. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of a, the times too. Uh, when this started was before um, Disney had the volume and that sort of thing, and now everyone else is re- sort of building their own and that and having their shows take part it'll take place in the volume if jurassic if they'd done it like i could see yes a lot of indoor stuff and we do in the cartoon get a lot of indoor stuff the tunnels um the secondary control room that sort of stuff but you do mm-hmm. and the, even the, just a, you could have the jungle a bit more dense so you can't see as far through it but then you'd lose lose your galmos valley sort of vistas um and your main street sort of stuff would sort of you tell you tell they're not really there. They're not real sets. Like yeah, in a way, it'd probably feel cheaper if it was done. Like it would have looked cheaply done if it was live action. Because mm. I doubt that they would have gotten the budget necessary to actually do it right. You know. Yeah, and you've also got the other issue of casting actors back in. God, when did this start? 2018, 2017, was something like that. Yeah, and then the show going on for as long as it did. Yeah. Yeah, like even. So I mean, those people were. I mean, we did see the characters like going through a time progression. Like some of them, like their hair was getting longer, and uh, Kenji was growing facial hair and stuff like that. But it's harder to keep that kind of continuity in a live action setting mm. just because people kids grow faster than the stories can be told <laughs> yeah yep yeah at least if you cast older than sort mm. of in mid-teen mid-teen mid to late teens it sort of get away from some of those earlier growth issues and that sort of thing but mm-hmm. but in saying that the the voices have been pretty much consistent across the entire time as well so yeah. yeah. I don't know what else. Any, anything else for Camp Cretaceous? Um, do we think there might be something else animated? I don't. I just. It's been very quiet since Dominion coming out. There's been no more discussion about the live action series if that's still happening. I think just today I read on Twitter Bryce and uh, whoever the actress that plays Kayla Watts have both put their hand up saying. If you do another Jurassic movie, we're we're happy to be involved. <laughs> so whether yeah. there's something animated there or I don't know if animated is coming. I heard rumor that there's more animated coming, but it's a completely unrelated series to Camp Cretaceous. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I've only kind of heard rumor about that, and I don't know how much of it is fan speculation getting injected there. Okay. You know. Yep. No, that's all right. We'll um we'll definitely come back and talk about it when we get some news from wherever that comes from. Legit legit sources, of course. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before this lost world is found and pillaged. Going into a bit of news, um, apart from Cretaceous, 
at the end of July, uh, set designer Lauren uh, Polizzi, probably getting that wrong, I apologise, um, posted some photos from back when she was working on Jurassic Park and then The Lost World, which provided us with some never-before-seen high quality or good quality uh, photos on Kauai building the sets for Jurassic Park. Yep, Jurassic Park and The Lost World. It was really exciting to see both. Mm, Because these were, as you said, never-before-seen photos, kind of some of them kind of confirming things that some of the deep diver fans in the fandom already knew, but were kind of always getting pushed back against by fan uh, like newer fandoms who were kind of more skeptical, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So for like example, the gate, the gate on Kauai, people always say it was these two poles that were actually used to hold up a cattle gate. And, and for the longest times, fans would say, no, these were where the original gates were, and they weren't. They were further up the road. And this has been repeated by some some of the older fans a lot and nobody would ever believe them until these pictures showed up showing the actual location with the the poles in the foreground yeah the poles are there there's an aerial shot here um that clearly you can clearly see the poles sticking in the ground the gates are another few hundred feet further along the road mm-hmm. and the road does curve past the gates a lot sooner than i always thought i thought thought it went the same distance again then sort of curved around to the left but just fascinating images. The gate itself being built, um, that whole location, just the quality and the scenery of it all. Uh, the massive project it was to build the visitor center facade, um, all the work that went into that. The T-Rex breakout location, that rest area, just building the tunnel into the into the forest there, the fence. Mm-hmm. The emergency bunker, um, building that, and even aerials of the visitor center area that shows that where that uh, emergency bunker set was built just behind it, off to the side. Mm-hmm. And not only just like building it, but getting the materials there. Because if anybody's ever seen like video or photos of people who have hiked up to the filming locations in where the gates and the T Rex paddock are. That is not an easy hike, and you it's really hard to get like vehicles up there. So all that stuff had to be either carried by hand or with like a four-wheeler. Mm. Yeah, it's just all, all for just that shot, that location, and obviously the privacy of the set to um, have it built and not have it interrupted by the public. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, then again, if you're daring enough to climb through the jungle up a uh, access road like that. <laughs> you're you're free to see the set in my book. Yeah, well, a different time too. Back in 92, uh, what have we got the date here? The 31st to the 7th, 92. So uh, what's that? July, pretty much the anniversary of when um, she released them. Mm-hmm. Um, 992, yeah. Back then you don't, you don't even know what Jurassic Park is. You don't even know what's coming. If this was yeah. Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom up in the same location. You'd have drones, you'd have people hiking up there trying to get mm-hmm. close to the set and so, set photos. So, um, I'm sure they'd probably have the road fenced off a bit too, like they did for Dominion yeah, and yep. Jurassic World. Yep. You know? yep, but still, I mean, just like at the same time, 
set hunting wasn't really a big thing back then. Mm-hmm. Like it is now. Like these days, everybody's hunting for sets. You got uh, whole um, pages built off of them, like real real tours Hawaii and stuff like that. Back then, nobody really cared. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're like, oh, they're uh, Tim Burton's filming a new movie in uh, over here. Cool. You know. Like, you knew what Batman was, but you didn't really have the chance to intrude on the sets like you do nowadays just because it's so much easier with the technology and with the interest. I even just see shots. We've, we've had shots of the uh, the Raptor enclosure being built before, but just the, the, the clearness of the shots plus the uh, that mountain range behind it. Mm-hmm. At the that tea bath, tea gardens, or whatever it's there near Botanic Gardens. It's weird. I'll have to because there's no actual shots of the finished visitor center in that here. It looks very close to the lagoon without the road net <laughs> being put in front of it. Because a lot of the shots are looking across that lagoon. But then, of course, uh, there's the Lost World ones as well. Now, it's interesting that uh, all the Jurassic Park ones are all on location sets, and then we get to the Lost World where it's all studio sets. Obviously. Mm-hmm. She'd um, probably climb the ranks a little bit more and sent sent her the lesser ones out on on location, and she got to stay in well, the nice studio. Her thing was she was like a set construction supervisor, so there wasn't any, there really wasn't any actual sets built on location. Like um, there wasn't any exterior sets. There was just there was the RVs, but those were considered probably more. Close to the props department. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. I hadn't thought about that. I did notice there's nothing here for the, for the worker village. Mm. But my guess is that if anybody was to have some of the photos I've been trying to track down, she might have them. I just didn't want to be like, like, oh, you just posted these yesterday? Uh, answer all my questions right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as tempting as, tempting as it was like... Some of the photos, we've seen sort of blurry sort of images before of the RV parked on the, the platform, the set, uh, the cliff set they built. Um, but there's so much more of that set being built itself, uh, just the mm-hmm. expanse, how big the set is, uh, how much plantings went into the set to make it look not like a set, and even mm-hmm. just some of the construction around the cliff uh, and the, the hunter's camp as well. It's great great photos and it does raise the question where where are all the visit the worker village <laughs> photos they gotta exist yeah the that whole trailer set uh was a lot more expensive than i ever expected it to be but that makes sense because now that i think about it they that's probably where we have those shots of malcolm running through the jungle before he gets to the um rv they didn't. They probably didn't actually film that in a real jungle on Kauai. They probably filmed that on that set. Because mm. it'd be much more easier to be controlled. Like you're not getting Jeff Goldblum tripping over a stump or something on accident. <laughs> well, you've, yeah, you've already got the rain machines in in location. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of having the, the track and dolly laid down um, beside the the ferns and that that he runs through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't have the uneven ground. You don't have holes you can fall and twist an ankle or anything like that. Just run across this this piece of plywood or something with some mm-hmm. pot plants. Exactly. On. Yeah, so it's fantastic. I'm I was so happy when these come out and 
looking for all my Oh, I was too. Just zooming, looking. <laughs> There's also one she posted up for, for Jurassic. Um, during one of the um, the takes in front of the maintenance, maintenance shed uh, or the emergency bunker, um, she got to hold the Spaz-12. She got to pose with that, which is fantastic to see too. Mm-hmm. Wow. These images are incredible, legendary. Wow. Guys shoot their whole life, they never get stuff half this good. Wow. I mean, you can give me the Pulitzer right now, today, please. Wow. Competition's over, close the entries. I'd like to thank everybody who lost. I've never been to France, but there's a, um, a mini-world display in Linon, uh, France, recently, um, with a mini Jurassic Park display, which had the community abuzz, too. Yes, this was so cool. The um, I, I, There's videos of it, there's a lot of pictures of it, and it's just like multiple kind of key scenes from the movie, from the first, just the first movie kind of realized as a gigantic diorama with a track with the um, explorers going around it. And it is, it's just so well done. Mm. I probably should say it's a, um, it's probably a, what, 12 by 12 glass container table diorama set. Um, At least. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is quite massive in there watching the video. It goes back a fair way too, but all your, as the tour vehicle goes around, all your major real set pieces of Jurassic Park are there. The Brachiosaur with the Jeeps, uh, the Sick Triceratops, the Dilophosaur Paddock, uh, the helipad, the front, the helipad, the perimeter fence gates, and the, uh, the Jeeps there. And just the, the T-Rex breakout with the tunnel, the visitor center, the raptor pen. It's a, <laughs> if you want to have, represent Jurassic Park in a diorama, it's it's all here, and it looks fantastic. The main gates. Um, old asked size the of the explorers aren't. It's not matchbox. It's bigger. I don't know if these are, these are custom that they've made. Because it's at least more jeeps as well. I think these are all customs because I I'm not familiar with whatever scale he's using here. Mm. It's probably some kind of custom scale. Even the forklift loading the raptor box into the raptor pen, the the brachiosaurs and the Parasaurus net walking in out of the lagoon next to the brachiosaurus planes as well. I hope I hope this can go on tour or something. <laughs> oh, I do too. Yeah, this is so cool. Yeah, I don't know how they'd do it, but I'd even love just to trying to get a camera mounted to the Explorer so you can have like the Explorer view. Yes, um, I thought the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure everyone has seen it. You'll know exactly what we're talking about, but uh, we do have a link in the run sheet if um, if you haven't seen the mini. Jurassic World, Dual Jurassic Park um, layout display. None of these attractions are ready yet, of course, but the park will open with the basic tour you're about to take. And then other rides will come online six or 12 months after that. Absolutely spectacular design, spared no expense. David, uh, up next, we're going to have a quick look at the Hammond Collection. First off, uh, they revealed Dr. Ellie Sattler, continuing the human line, accessories, spare set of hands uh she gets the leaf that we only see in the trailer <laughs> oh no she's got in the jeep i suppose and um and uh that's one big pile of shit hands 
Yeah, the shoulders are kind of big on this. And it's kind of <laughs> produces like funny results because it's like Ellie Smash. <laughs> <laughs> She's been working out. Mm. Yeah, so a couple of accessories. I we um we commented on a Ellie mold the last episode, the episode before, but I'm pretty sure that's for the uh the free pack of her with the Giganosaurus and the T Rex or something for Dominion. Um a different figure anyway. This this one looks a lot better. I think it doesn't come with the glasses and that like the Hammond Collection one or the radio, but I suppose it's when it's only gonna be twenty bucks it's not gonna have as many yeah. accessories either. I will say that some of the kind of smaller to mid-sized uh, carnivores, or no, I'm sorry, not mid-sized, probably just the smaller carnivores that we've seen has kind of been why I've not been as much of a fan of the Hammond collection as I was the Amber collection, mm-hmm. just because I think the smaller scale doesn't really, um, <clears throat> the proportions on some of the smaller carnivores just aren't right, you know? Well... Now you've brought it up. Let's have a look at the Dilophosaurus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the um, the feet, the the the, the feet slippers it's wearing. Um, they've had to mould the neck narrower just so it can fit the folded up uh, frill around it. I do like the fact that it's sort of got that smile when the jaws close, but that's mm-hmm. pretty much where the liking for this ends. I know there was paint issues with the Amber Collection one and that, but I. Generally, it's just a better looking, better looking figure. Uh, even in um, what, what was I trying to think? Amber collection scale, you could kind of excuse it as being an adult individual, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you're only getting uh, you're getting a clip-on frill piece extended and a clip-on frill piece that's uh, retracted. The only accessories with it, um, mm-hmm. even just the fact that it's just a pretty much a green. A darker green across the whole body uh, lightens up to a bit of a creamy belly and then some darker green at the front of the legs and the top of the back which we know there's a lot more vibrant colors in Dilophosaurus uh, main body anyway so again just we've, we've, we've dropped the price point to make smaller figures and it's it's showing with some of the animals so getting the Dilophosaurus a no from you <laughs> what about Ellie um, I'm probably going to skip these two. Yep. I'm just not feeling them. This, uh, Ellie's got those, like, Hulk arms, and <laughs> the Dilophosaurus got the slippers, as you called them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not feeling it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I agree with you. Plus, I already have a regular, um, Ellie Settler from the, uh, just the Legacy line, so I'm well, not really feeling the need to double dip. Well, that's the thing, yeah. I've got the legacy line and the and the amber collection so you speak about double dipping <laughs> mattel has found a way to not only give us another tyrannosaur but uh another one of their sdcc sets um we had the the ray arnold final scene we had the the john hammond with the egg incubator and now we've got the outpost chaos set which uh, is pretty much the, the uh Gennaro, Donald mm-hmm. Gennaro, we have a figure for Donald Gennaro finally, on a collapsible toilet, and a pretty good looking T-Rex paint-wise too, so it's not the Hammond Collection T-Rex, is it? It's one of the uh, Fresh and Devours or something. 
is the Hammond Collection T-Rex, but it it's basically the same paint apps, but darker. Okay. And I'm not I'm kind of not feeling it just because it's like some kind of it's weird. It's not like gray or anything. It's just like a dark brown with kind of darker brown uh, highlights. It's kind of like it's night mode T-Rex or something. <laughs> well, that, that's the problem you get with the scene itself being at night time. Mm-hmm. The animal and or the animatronic and the CG model covered in water, so it does look darker compared to daytime when it's in the rotunda or, or hunting the mm-hmm. Gallimimus where it does have a lighter brown colours. So, but even then, I mean, this is sold through Mattel's um, kind of collector focus uh, creator uh, creation line, the uh, Mattel Creations, and. Any collector worth their weight is kind of going to be able, or who's buying this exclusively for the photo ops, should be know should know that you just turn down the brightness and flip the, uh, and flip the, um, white balance in your camera, and they'll give you the same exact effect as what Spielberg got. Mm-hmm. Is is and I mean I've taken a picture of the basic Hammond collection. T-Rex chasing a Malcolm figure, and it, I mean, not due to my own, own horn, I thought it looked good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there's that, the um, the toilet itself is just a lid, or the roof comes off, and then the whole four walls lift off as well, which, couldn't we just have some tabs to have the walls fold? Even have the walls hinge to the bottom and just open up like a, like you drop and reveal plushies mm-hmm. you had just to be a little bit more screen accurate and have those uh those panels laying on the ground but um yeah I, honestly i think the out the outhouse could have been done better just because it's kind of like a cardboard thing now which i mean i guess yeah they're doing that to um <clears throat> we're doing they're doing that for the kind of kenner uh, Kenner fan nostalgia points, but at the same time, in modern toy, uh, it just feels cheap. Mm. You know, it feels like they're trying to use this, uh, cheap nostalgia points to cheap out. And all right, I'm gonna say it. Nobody wants Gennaro. Nobody cares about the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody cares about the lawyer with the mega lawsuit action. <laughs> oh, and he's got to remove Every, Anybody who's buying this is buying this solely for the repainted T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. Plus you get the uh, the sign, the, the T-Rex um, yeah. sign, concrete sign as well. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. They've, they're releasing these sets as an exclusive with a set price, which is all fine and good for those that attend the convention or can order it locally or whatever online. Mm-hmm. For us around the world... I don't even know what the price of this thing was. It'd have to be sub. It'd have to be sixty or seventy dollars, wouldn't it? But it's going to be. It's going to be two or four hundred dollars by the time I can get my hands on it. <laughs> and I don't want cardboard. Paying that much money for cardboard, I want. A, I want plastic. So it's still. It's still that frustration with Universal. We're going to get to it when we get to Dominion extended release. Just they're just not taking the the franchise seriously. It seems with distribution and everything else. So. I can gripe about that later. That is one big pile of shit. While we're on the T-Rex breakout set, 
I didn't realise this was uh, released back in um, April, but been showing up on stores. People have been taking photos of their creations for the uh, the Breakout T Rex Lego set. Over the years, there's been a fair few people that have tried to submit their own Lego sets to Lego to get built for the Breakout or a Jurassic set where you had the main gates and that led to the Breakout or the fence section. And some of them looked really good. Um, this, the Explorers look good. <laughs> The fence mm -hmm. sections look good. I'm not a fan of the T-Rex being a, a builder T-Rex when you probably just could have put one of the, the moulded Trenosaurs from the, one of the Jurassic World sets in there. And it allows Lego to uh, up the price and justify or <laughs> and justify the price point. <laughs> well, it is a $100 set, so yes. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I, I didn't personally buy this, but my friend of mine did, and I know he really enjoyed it. It looks really cool. I really do like it. I just sadly do not collect Lego anymore. But if I still did, I would definitely pick this up. Mm. Well, looking on the other side of things too, like I'm looking up at shelves, Lego shelves here now where, yes, the Lockwood Manor set from Fallen Kingdom was an actual scene in the film, but pretty much everything else, even Jurassic World, the Indominus Breakout, all this sort of stuff is just um, uh, sort of sets they've made up to time with the movies and not actually sets or um, or stuff that happens in the film. So at least now with this, uh, we had the the Tim and Lex control room and hatchery visitor center set that sort of again mm -hmm. shows you something from the film and not just um, something they've made up and slapped a Jurassic World logo on. I know this has been found locally here. I'm I'm still looking looking for it and uh, I want to pick it up. Might have to go online, get it for Christmas, <laughs> if it's still in stock. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Lego goes out of stock very fast. And <clears throat> it's largely due to the kind of collector status that Lego has attained. It's not just kids building blocks anymore. Mm. And in a way, it's kind of sad because if you wanted something really badly and it sold out within minutes, you're kind of... SOL now because you just it's gone and they probably won't restock it because it was a limited edition release. That happened to me with the Lego Titanic. Oh, you missed out on it. What's that? You missed out on it. I did, yes. Like, I asked for, like, I put it on my Christmas list and before I even was able to get that list to my parents, it was already sold out. Wow. That's not good. Sorry to you, man. Yeah. Well, that will lead us into our next story um, with uh, limited numbers. La La Land Records is releasing uh, remastered, extended, uh, original soundtrack for Jurassic Park. Only 5,000 copies available, um, which boohoo, La La Land Records. Um, did you, you picked up the, I think it was the 2016 release, the four-disc set that had the Jurassic Park and the Lost World extended scores on. I did, yes. I, I have those ones. And then on you, they've, of course, made their way to YouTube, so I also have them saved on my YouTube mm -hmm. uh, account. So I frequently listen to those. I probably won't pick that up because of this, because the um, accounts that I have are saved are the actual like film rips 
So it it doesn't really matter to me about the remastering of a couple of the um of a couple of the tracks when I already have the film tracks saved okay. on YouTube. I mean, I suppose that La La Records could probably make a copyright claim and take those off to force people to buy this. But we all know that's a really shitty move. Yeah, yep. And it's not, the cover's not really anything to write home about. It's just, again, the classic T-Rex skeleton above the jungle, but all just in black and white. Um, it reminds me of the novel cover, mm, but yep. with those little red lines in the in the Jurassic Park logo. Mm. And it is, it is sort of running the fine line there of saying it's remastered and expanded when there's only a couple of little things here and there that have been done. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a massive jump past what they've already done. Uh, yeah, not, it's not like the 2016 release where yeah. before you only ever had the official soundtrack and maybe some fan rips from the movie that would leak their way out onto YouTube. Now with the uh, 2016 release, it was pretty much all the tracks from those first two movies by Williams. Yeah. Well, we talked about because I picked it up as well back when it was mm-hmm. probably during the Lost World minute when we got that. <laughs> um, just the Lost World score going from, I think, 11 or 12 tracks out to 24, 25. It just... <laughs> so some of, the, some of the stuff we heard in the film and just uh, extra stuff that they never ended up putting in there was just fantastic and it's sort of when I was saying this I thought well radio maybe you're um you weren't a fan of releasing or having the lost world tied to the to the the set original original release but um I don't know there's people that'll be jumping all over this I know that the the uh that original four pack or four disc set went out of print and they weren't making any more of them either so I can only imagine what its price on ebay is at the moment for those discs Hey, 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 hey! And freeze! Got the game! Up next, we've talked before about the uh, the upcoming Jurassic World, the ultimate visual history. We both got the, the Jurassic Park one and um, mm-hmm. have varying thoughts on that. The cover for this new one's been released, spouting the, uh, the Dominion logo. Um, just with Jurassic World instead of Dominion and that amber logo and of course Blue and Beta on the cover that one image that uh, pretty much sums up the Jurassic World trilogy or does it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The comments here on Collector Essex post about it kind of sum up my thoughts where it just feels kind of lazy like do they need Blue on everything and it really doesn't we really didn't need beta here as well. In a way, it kind of dates it almost because they're taking one, uh, they're taking just a couple, some art from the third movie and slapping it on a book that's supposed to be about all three movies. And it feels like they just had the art department for Dominion design the cover for this entire trilogy encompassing book. Mm. Yeah, well, looking at Jurassic Park one, and yes, even though they altered the image, uh, just having that shot of that T-Rex, the concept art of the T-Rex chasing Alan and the kids through the jungle, just mm-hmm. pretty much lets you know right there and there that what you're going to expect from the, the trilogy, um, running and screaming and all those those sort of things. Yeah. 
I, I know from even if you look at Jurassic World, some of the concept art that come out of there, there was the sort of uh, the Vista concept art, so the main lagoon, main street, and the hills behind, something like that that just sort of shows you the update. It's a new trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to start with Jurassic World. Jurassic World's going to be heavily involved in the, the second one in Fallen Kingdom as well because of our return to Nublar. Just so, yeah, something. Oh, either concept art that sort of matches the same theme as the first novel, so they oh the first book, so they look good beside each other on a bookshelf for one, mm-hmm. and two just yeah tying the three films together where I wasn't a fan of Blue or, or Beta in the first place, so <laughs> this really doesn't want me jumping throwing me money at it um, until we see what the in, internal content is. In retrospect, I with wish both books had offered these covers as just dust jackets mm-hmm. and then you could have pulled the art away and just had the lo- the logo on uh, um on like a black uh like semi-gloss cover mm-hmm. like for example and it would have just said like jurassic park the ultimate visual history and then jurassic world the ultimate visual history with each respective logos and i think that it kind of feels I just don't. I just think it would have been classier to be able to have done that because then you get the choice of having both options if you want to display it with the dust jacket or if you don't want to display it with the dust jacket. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like the the author's got a phone call from the publisher as as it's about to go to print, and you realise you haven't got anything on the cover, right? Oh crap! And oh, here's an image. Throw that on. Yeah. Some of the text on the front, we do get a forward by Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, there's an introduction by Colin Trevorrow and um, a preface from Jay Barona, so he's going to get to have a bit of a voice in it as well, which is good, although probably not real, uh, uh, not speculation. Probably not much criticism about what happened for Fallen Kingdom, whether he, um, he had some of his things turned down or not. And uh, there's an afterward by Frank Marshall in there as well. So all the big, all the big names have uh, got some got some dialogue in it. Yeah, this is going to be a wait and see with just what the content is. Uh, I was happy with some of the the concept art that's been released over the last few months from Dominion, showing what it could have been uh, and what it was. I'm yeah, just waiting to see what extra mm-hmm. extra stuffs in here <laughs> before Same. I go out and buy it. And I know I've expressed this speculation before, but the continuing concept art and stuff that keeps coming out about it just makes me think that they had originally <clears throat> scripted, probably maybe not filmed, but scripted an additional scene where Rexy ends up on a road, accidentally causes a car to overturn, and then gets caught up by the uh, DFW to um, get captured, mm-hmm. and that we actually saw her get captured. And it feels weird that they would have gone through such lengths to like have so much art surrounding this scene, only to never include it. Yeah. Not even in the extended edition. Yeah, there's there's stories starting to come out from the production that um, this sort of head scratches uh, Universal. Not so much cutting costs, but um, pulling time and saying you haven't got time, you got to do this this way or. Stuff like that, uh, animatronics that were built to be puppeted, then not 
building the sets to allow the puppeteers to mm. puppet the animatronics. Just weird, weird sort of stuff. It just, yeah, again, I don't... As much hard work as has been put in this new trilogy, it just it doesn't seem like any of the hard work's been appreciated or um, or backed 100% by Universal. But um, well, it's not just Universal. I mean, I've noticed people complaining about the quality of the visual effects in recent Marvel movies, and I just think that studios in general aren't really giving the post production enough time to be post production. And they just want their product out and they want it now. And I think it's this kind of impatience with the expectation of turning movies into an assembly line process that it's uh, the quality, the quantity is going up, but the quality is going down. Mm. <clears throat> There's an issue I've discussed with my own supervisor at work that when you rush me, the quality of my work is going to go down. And if you want me to do if you want me to do well and not just, if you want me to do it right and not just get it done just to get it done, you got to allow me that time to actually get it done, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's also the problem of having the release date set and then not budging from that. Jurassic Park 3 had the same issue. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a release date set, the movie's got to be made, and unfortunately a lot of the times the visual effects are still getting done in the, the final moments before the film's put to print or, in this case, mm-hmm. sent out, so... Oh, like, Jackson was still cutting away at uh, Return of the King while it was, he was uh, like, hours before the premiere. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, like... I mean, I understand that it's a three-and-a-half-hour movie, but <laughs> at some point, the studios just have to allow the creators to create. There's so many instances where, yeah, they they sit, step back and let the artists do, the directors do what they want, and mm-hmm. the film is so much better for it. Then you have the other side of the coin where there is so much studio involvement. There's just the film is just a complete mess. Um, I'm not going to call any films out <laughs> out here, but oh, I will. <laughs> There's been, there are so many accounts of movies where the studio gets involved and it just turns into a hot mess too. My favorite examples being Alien 3 and Halloween 6. I mean, there's the assembly cut of of Alien 3 just is such a better movie mm-hmm. than the theatrical cut that the producers kind of stuck all their spoons into and ruined the gumbo. Yep, yep. And it's the same thing with Halloween 6 where the producers – even after one of the main character main actors died from old age, still dragged everybody else into the studio to reshoot some scenes, and then the entire thing just turns out like crap. And then the Halloween Six, of course, had a bootleg producer's cut, kind of as a um, like a sneer towards the producers and their um, just craptastic meddling into this movie and it's such a better movie than the theatrical cut like the theatrical cut is crappy it's confusing it just jumps and the editing is awful and the music is awful and then you have this work print cut that they call the producer's cut and it's fantastic it's like how could you producers possibly 
screw this up so monumentally. <laughs> well, it was a good idea when they thought of it, and then <clears throat> someone else has a chip chip away at it as well, and then. <laughs> With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. That, that's going to lead into the next story because um, <laughs> the Ultimate Gift Set edition of Jurassic World um, showed up a couple of weeks ago after um, after not concept promotional images of the this blue and beta statue that comes with it I had a lot of people excited and then. The actual statues were revealed of what the uh, the figures going to look like. And um, did you cancel your order, Dave? I'd never ordered this. Oh, okay. The original order was a CGI render, and I wasn't really that big on it in the first place. Yep. And then we get this monstrosity <laughs> again. <laughs> and I'm very glad I did not order. It's not only is the paint very crude, but the sculpt is very different from what from that initial concept render that they had sold us on <laughs> and it's like borderline bait and switch it's just it's just awful it's, it's like um meth not even once awful yeah <laughs> yep they, they just look like china sources <laughs> it's, they do they, i yeah. mean they look they look worse than some of the chinese knockoffs i've seen yeah Again, if it's just we have to have these things ready to go by August 2nd or whatever the date was, or if it's a, they've rocked up from the factory and someone's opened the box and gone, what, what's happened? <laughs> uh, we can't do anything about it. We've just got to send it. The money's been spent. It, did you get the ultimate set for Jurassic World that had the Indominus and T-Rex That statues? one I did get, yes. Yeah. And they are so much better than this. Like, okay. I've probably displayed those for years until I just ran out of display room for them. <laughs> and these ones are hot garbage in comparison. Like, they did the... I don't know who they got to do those Jurassic World ones, but they should have hired them to do these ones. Was there a Fallen Kingdom one? I can't recall. I don't think there was. No. I think there was just the various uh, exclusive... Um, uh, re or retailer exclusive sets that I know of. Like I think Jurassic, like Target had one. They had some kind of special features, and somebody had something else. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. I just got for Dominion. I just got the basic uh, extended edition from Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I suppose when you look at across the trilogy too, the Indominus and T Rex, they'll be bookend like bookends for you. The free DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever on the shelf, you'd have the T Rex. That's Indominus. how I was using them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, no Giga, Giga and T Rex or Giga and Ferrizonosaurus as your statues instead of Blue and Beta. It's a shame. That's what they done. I didn't. I didn't even notice it was coming until I seen the photos of the uh, <laughs> what had happened and the the outrage that happened after that with people wanting to cancel their orders and everything else. But um, just lastly, you mentioned before. You mentioned the new acquisitions. You uh, the extended edition of Dominion has been released in some countries. I think places like the UK and that they're not expecting it until Christmas or the New Year. There's if they if... are not. No, I remember seeing that from a post I think from Trevoro mm. who where the extended edition dropped on Amazon 
in like the U or the US market, but not on the UK market. And somebody from Great Britain, I think, said, yo, what's up? And Trevorrow said, those aren't going to drop until later. I can't remember exactly when he said, but I think I think he, it was something like that, like December. Well, I've seen someone posted a comment. They they messaged Universal uh, about release dates or something, and Re- Universal pretty much replied, "We don't have those dates available." Whether that was the extended edition, the steel book, or the ultimate gift set, what what that was actually pertaining to. But I'm thinking that it was the extended edition in general, and. In all honesty, a social media handler is probably not going to have that information in the first place. Yeah, like yeah the director yeah. will. Yeah, good point. It's um, it's just weird. I don't know how it can't just all be uploaded to Apple TV, Apple Library, or whatever at the same time. Like we, I can't purchase it on Amazon here until uh, the, digi- the digital version until the end of August. I could probably go to eBay or somewhere and buy the physical copy, but it's still like a giddy for another week anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Whereas my Amazon um, order, when I, or not my Amazon order, but I got the Movie Anywhere code, and it comes with both the theatrical and extended uh, cuts of the movie. Mm-hmm. So when I typed that code in, both were just automatically in my Amazon, in my Amazon Prime list. Yep. Well, that's because I was looking at the Amazon listing here, and it, it does. There's a 45 minute documentary on the making of Dominion that as well, which I wouldn't mind. But I've I've never been able to know how to access that sort of stuff. I have to have a look into that. But I'll probably just wait until until the Blu-ray extended edition Blu-ray comes out locally before I pick up Dominion, and um, and then I'll get the digital version in a couple of, uh, next year before we do the, the minutes for it just so I've mm-hmm. got a digital copy I'm not I'm not rushing out to double dip we've got the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park next year I'm sure there's going to be another box set that's released oh undoubtedly which might just be this one with um, the T-Rex instead of Blue and the Blue and Beta or the Gates or some some cheap because I have no faith in Universal actually dedicate money or a lot of money to uh celebrating the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park we'll see what happens there next year (laughs) but Dave that's uh that's it for the news for July and August bit of a bit of a lull recently been a bit busy but um hopefully we can get back into it and uh keep going with uh Fallen Kingdom yep 